Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Tracy Eister. And every week we just love having you around the table with us. I mean, I just get so excited, Tracy. I adore what we do and we were just talking about that we were just (laughs) saying how much fun it is to share life as girlfriends it really is to know that um we're all pretty much just alike i mean we're all unique and we're fearfully and wonderful wonderfully made but yet we all are just alike going through this life trying to do the best we can trying to be salt and light, but also just getting discouraged and sometimes needing each other. It's a beautiful thing. God knew what he was doing when he created relationships, didn't he? He did. He (laughs) did. And you know, sometimes we need to know that God wants us to be free to be the people he's created us to be. We need to experience the freedom that comes from going, okay, God, I'm putting down my control and I am giving it to you. I'm taking my Nintendo game of control (laughs) sticks, and I am handing them over to the master who knows how to play this game way better than I do. (laughs) Well, and it is true that, that part of the binding that we can experience is when we start looking at other people and thinking, oh, well, I can't do what she does, and so we start feeling smaller, we start feeling bound, and you're right. Because that freedom to understand that that I am fearfully and wonderfully made and all of my quirks and weirdness and uglies, I mean, all the parts of me that make me me, it's okay. As long as I'm striving towards Christ, it's okay when I mess up. It's okay when I don't measure up to my expectations because probably the expectations that I have for myself aren't God's expectations. Mm -hmm. It's me putting pressure on me. So if I'm able to wake up every day and bound out of bed with joy and know this is the day the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. And just whatever hits me, I mean, and I I wish I could just hug every person out there and look them in the eye and say, you are you and you are awesome and God made you that way and celebrate it and just live in freedom and just sprinkle joy everywhere. Oh. Like Luann does. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Every time I go to speak anywhere, like I, like I went to speak to this group of 300, my goal is to hug every single neck before I get up on stage. And, and when the crowds are 700, that's a little hard to do before I get up there. But, you know, I just feel like women need to know that they are loved and that, that it's okay to be free of all of the junk in our lives. And, you know, Tracy, I think that so many women I see are bound up by fear and their past mistakes, and they yes. cannot let it go and let God just completely change and make them new creatures. They're still hanging on to the baggage. Well, you know, this may sound really random and bizarre, but one of the things that you just said, Lou Ann, was they can't seem to let it go. And Again, not to be weird, but that silly Disney movie, Frozen, and that song in there, Let It Go. Do you know how much that song is resonating with people? Oh, yeah. And do you know why? Mm -hmm. I think when they play that song and they sing it, they sort of...
sort of start to believe it. And I keep thinking if we can help people understand that not only let it go. I mean, that's why you love to correct. Come on. I know that's what you do, Mom. If it comes on the radio, you, no matter what your age, no matter what you're doing, when, that song, when you hear that song, you crank it up and you just want to stand up and spread your arms and say, let it go, let it go. And, and if you recognize that part of that is because if you let it go and you give it to God and you know, I don't have to carry this around, whatever it is. I mean, we can look at what had that character bound up, and it was the whole frozen thing, but whatever it is that has you bound, if you can say to yourself, I really don't have to carry that, I can lay it, I can say, okay, Jesus, I've been carrying this around for 33 years, and I am bound by it, and Mm -hmm. I'm officially now, it's yours, I'm going to let it go, and then don't pick it back up. Yep. Well, I had a lady that came up to me at my last speaking event, 75 years old, and she she whispered in my ear, big alligator tears running down her cheek, and she said, your story about being molested at a young age, that's my story, and I've never told a soul. I was five years old, and I've never told anyone, and now you have given me permission to let that go girl how old was she 75 oh my goodness 75 so let me just let me just say now the spirit is in you and it and god is wanting desperately when you turn your life over to him he says will you let me have it all will you let me have it all because i want to free you and I want you to let go of the past and the fear that comes from letting go of that. We can trust him, Tracy. He is a trustworthy God. And 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom! Freedom! Amen! <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking today about freedom. And we want you to understand how God wants it in your life. You know, Tracy, freedom is something that is elusive to so many of us. And and we get bound up by slavery, the things that have bound us in the past. But a lot of times, the reason we have struggles with freedom is it's our own negative thoughts. I mean, you and I, we have a tendency to be positive And we are constantly, you know, have this up attitude where we kind of drive the people around us a little bit crazy. (laughs) But, but, you know, there are some... But it's a choice. Bingo. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. (laughs) But it is a choice. It is a choice. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but when I wrote the book, Be the Mom, I actually was not writing a book. I was writing something for my daughter. Because I kept thinking, you know, someday my daughter is going to be married and she's going to be a a mom and she's going to start thinking something's wrong with me because mom was happy all the time and not happy. I'm going to say filled with joy because I don't know that happiness is the end all and the be all. But mom, and and I thought she's going to think something's wrong with her. And I needed her to know that my attitude every day was my choice. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I define these kind of mom traps because I'm like, it's a trap. It's not really who I am. It's a trap. 
and I wanted her to know that there were days where I wanted to be a martyr and I wanted to pout and I wanted to have my way. And there were days when I wanted to be in control and I wanted everything done my way. And every one of those things kind of brought with it shackles. I mean, it was a trap and it changed my outlook and it changed my countenance and it changed everything about me. So making that choice to go, you know what? I'm not going to be a martyr today. I'm not going to try to control everything today. I'm going to live with joy. And that's part of that um, just constantly relying on God. Well, you know, when when I turned to God and said, okay, I want to draw a line in the sand and I don't ever want to live the way I once lived, one of the things that I knew was the biggest barrier to living a Christ-filled, joy-filled life were my thoughts. Because my thoughts had always derailed me. I always felt like I wasn't as good as anybody else. And I just always had that. um, It was always a battle in my brain. And there was one verse that God pointed out to me, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, said, take captive this thought and hold it obedient to you, Lord Jesus. Well, I used that verse in my life, and it absolutely radically changed my thought life. And if you struggle with being negative, and and I'm going to admit, I've never really been a negative person, but I had, when I would go off the negative, I would go so far off the ditch, I went way down the ravine, and I was like ready to just call it quits. And and so I I needed to know how to put the brakes on the thought pattern in my life. And so 2 Corinthians 10.5 is exactly the verse that God said, I want you to take this, I want you to put it in your brain, and every time you have a negative thought, I want you to cry out to me. And Tracy, I started raising my hand in the air and saying, 2 Corinthians 10.5, take captive this thought and hold it obedient to you, Lord Jesus. I would scream it out loud. And you know what? He did. He did. It is it is amazing the power of the Word of God. And I remember when I was a young mom, and there were women older than me, and that was always their answer. When I was, they would say, "I would hide the word, you know, I hide the Word of God in my heart so that I can repeat it." And I just remember I used to think, "Could somebody give me a different answer?" Because I don't have time <laughs> to memorize Scripture and to spend an hour of you know every day in the Bible. And so I just, you know, I got real practical, and I thought, okay. I'm going to find those Bible verses that will help me be free and help me to have peace and help me to know that God is my refuge, and I'm going to write them on the index cards. And I would put them all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, in my car, above the kitchen sink, on my bathroom mirror. And so the encouragement there to you, if you're thinking, I don't have time to do that, if you write them on index cards, they become part of you. They become hidden in your heart, and, and that little attitude of, I don't have time to do that, you will learn that you do grab them at every turn. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your, repeat, make your request known to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all, all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Do you know how many times I read that over and over and over, and now it's a part of my being? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know both of us can do that. There are so many, and, and that's exactly why, if you're seeking freedom, it's not a cliche, it's not something, you know, someone who is holier than thou has figured out. It is just daggum truth that if the Word of God becomes part of you, 
It's how the Holy Spirit knocks you in the head to keep you from being bound. Because that scripture comes into your heart, and then it comes into your whole body, and then you feel it, and then you believe it. Amen, sister. And here's one for you. John 17, 3. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Listen, when when I memorize scripture, I have to do it the same way I live. I have to either sing it or I have to do it in a dramatic way. So this is the way I memorized that verse. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. You know, Tracy, I think that if we take the word and we let God make it come to life in us, the way that we are created, however that is for you or however that is for me, it becomes part of the fabric of who we are. We're talking today about being free and experiencing freedom. You know, freedom is something that God has promised us. In Galatians 5.1, he says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Tracy, how has God and the Word of God helped you personally experience freedom? Well, when you were sharing with us before, you know, the negative thoughts that I'm not going to use this word on you, but I'll use it on me. Plagued you. That's that's what I would say. Yes. Negative thoughts um, have plagued me. And I'm so good at showing grace and love to other people um, and seeing the good in other people. But I'm so good at beating myself up and not showing grace to myself. And so for me, the word of God and understanding who Christ says I am. And, and who God says I am. And so that when, whether it's the enemy or it's just my own self-doubt starts to plague my mind, you know, whatever we put into us is what is going to affect our countenance, I think. I think um, I used to call it Eeyore. I would call myself Eeyore. And it, it, because you remember Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh, just humdrum and head down and and recognizing, I don't want to be Eeyore, I don't want, and if I know that Christ is in me and I'm called to be salt and light, if I'm being Eeyore, there's not much salt and light happening. A few minutes ago when we suggested that our friends write scripture on index cards, um, if for you that's something you're not sure about, I would also like to suggest listening to some of the old hymns. I mean, to this day, there are old hymns that constantly run through my mind. And when something um, is trying to tank my day, one of them is, what a friend we have in Jesus. Mm. Sometimes I can get my feelings hurt if I felt feel left out of things. And that's probably because I've moved so many times. So I've always had to start over in new communities. And I've always felt there's always a period of time where you feel friendless. And so something as simple as, what a friend we have in Jesus. And so instead of this thought going through my head of, I'm all alone, nobody likes me, nobody wants to be my friend, I'm poor, pitiful me. You know, instead I'm thinking, what a friend we have in Jesus. And I'm thinking about that, and I'm knowing that truth. And I'm reminding myself that in God's timing, He's going to bring other people my way for me to spend time with. And until then, there are some things God needs to work out of me. And I got, you know, Jesus is my friend, and um, the anchor holds. 
there's an old hymn that the anchor holds that spins through my head. I mean, there's just all these old hymns that I'll grab onto, and I love Keith and Kristen Getty. They have beautiful new hymns that sound like old hymns, and maybe it's contemporary Christian music, but, you know, a lot of times just singing praises to God and remembering who He is, because we don't need to be spending that much time focused on ourselves anyway. Amen. Well, you know, I love the suggestion because, you know, I think that we all learn in different ways, but I think that uh, just like children learn, we need to look at it from different ways. So, yes, I think the the index card is key. I think that you need to have the index card. So even if it's not your thing, do it anyway. I will just say it like your mama, because you need to do it anyway. Put it on an index card, but then start singing it. And then start, you know, um, doing it in a dramatic way, but whatever it takes for you to learn it. And I think songs are essential because if you are constantly listening to praise and worship, you're listening to some kind of uplifting, upbeat music that can fill you with um, all of the good news of the Bible, then you are going to have that in addition to the memory verses. And, you know, when we read about Psalm 119.45, it says, I will walk about in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. And precepts just mean that your teaching, your commandment, your principle. I mean, when I seek out that, God is faithful. You know, what does it say? When we draw near to him, he draws near to us. He draws near to us. And, and so when you are listening to God's music, and all the truth that is filled in the hymns and in in the gospel music, when you listen to that and you have his word that you are attempting to commit to memory, he will honor that. Yes. Yes. I know. I mean, it has to be, Luann, the first thing that you do when you start to feel... Um, you know, the shackles coming on and you start to feel down. I mean, it has to be because I know it's the first thing I do. Go over, pick up my Bible. One of my favorite things to do is go outside. I love being in God's creation. Mm -hmm. Sit outside, open up His Word. I usually go to a psalm and I just start reading about who God is. And again, that's that, that, that knowing that you need to stop focusing on yourself and just start, I mean, you start reading the psalms out loud and looking around at the way a flower grows or a bee buzzing or birds in a bird's nest and and real quick you you start remembering who he is and how big he is and how much he loves you amen and freedom gets found (laughs) you are right on the money okay so we're talking about freedom and freedom from the past freedom from our fears freedom from our negative thoughts freedom from slavery and we can have it all in christ jesus You know, I'm talking today with my good friend, Tracy, as we sit around the Encouragement Cafe table and we are are encouraging one another and we want to encourage you too because you are our girlfriend. I have an amazing radio story for you. Okay. Andrea, Andrea Logan White is one of the actresses that's in the movie Mom's Night Out. And she shared a, a part of her story with, a, with actually all the moms gathered at Mom Life Boot Camp. And she said that when she was in Hollywood, before she knew Jesus, um, she was just kind of at the end of her rope and realized this is not really the life I want. I don't understand. And she was driving at a stoplight in downtown L.A. 
and she was weeping and weeping and weeping and really not knowing what she was going to do, but she knew she couldn't keep living the way she was living. And she looked over at the car next to her, and there was a little old man in that car. And he was holding up a little piece of paper, and he was pointing to it. And the piece of the paper was a radio station. And I'm sorry, I don't know which radio station. But he was pointing to the little piece of paper. And she, you know, turned her head, looked forward, and thought, that man's crazy. But she reached over, turned her radio station, and at that moment... The person on the radio said, do you know how much God loves you? Do you know how much God has a purpose for your life? Do you know that you need to turn to God in your deepest need? And that little old man could have been having the worst day on the planet. We don't know what was going on in his mind. And he has no way of knowing that he changed the trajectory of this woman's life, the man she ended up marrying, the children that she has now. And it's all because... He listened to God's prompting, and he was trying to spread joy and hope to someone else through who he knew was the only way, Jesus Christ. And if we can all go through every day recognizing there are so many people around me that are so bound up, and if I'm the one that God's called to show them freedom, God, you show me who that is, and I'll stop thinking about myself, and I'll start thinking about who you're placing in my path. Oh, absolutely. You know what I do sometimes, Tracy? Because honestly, if, if somebody cuts me off in traffic or or somebody doesn't wait on me quickly enough at the store or whatever, you know, you can start thinking, oh, man, don't they know I'm on a timetable here? I got to get going, you know, and, and we can start focusing that camera lens right on us. And so I imagine in my mind that I am wearing a T-shirt that says Jesus is representative. And I'm like, oh, is that what? He would want, is that how he would want me to portray him to the world? Mm -mm. So, so right on. Yes, we are called, and and, and Isaiah 61 1, and then Jesus says it again in Luke 4 18, that we, we, he was sent to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and to release the oppressed. I mean, I think that God is telling us we need to go out and search for those people that look oppressed just like this man did in the car Mm -hmm. and we need to look and say god would you help me put on the god goggles today and see people through your eyes so that we can know without a shadow of a doubt that we are paying attention to those that you've put in front of me because freedom is not something that we keep to ourselves tracy it is not it is something that god says there are bound up hurting people in this world and the only way they're going to experience freedom is by finding me and you are the messenger amen well that was a perfect example of how god can take every thing we say and do and use it for his glory and this little old man should be an example for each one of us this week i'm going to challenge you I'm going to challenge you to do what this man just did. Write a note. Write a note to someone and just say, Jesus loves you. Because we can't guarantee that they're going to say that on the radio at the exact moment you're driving by someone. But you can write, Jesus loves you. And I just wanted to encourage your heart today. Can you write a note and give that to someone today? And may the God of hope 
give you the courage this week to encourage others. Hey, we'll see you back here next week, friend. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.